welcome to Plaster Negotiations, where none of the debates are legally binding. And here's your host, Mike Stotes. Thanks, me, and welcome to Plaster Negotiations. This week, we have, once again, J. Edgar, Cade Wilamon, Big Zoe, and myself, Stotesy, on the show. As usual, we'll set a two-minute timer, and we'll start with Big Zoe for opening stuff. Data malls. All right. I, I, I won't go over two minutes, but there is something that I got to get off my chest. Um, freaking WWE, man. Uh, reports of a sale to the Saudi Arabia public uh, investment fund. And then then people, you know, walking back those reports and what are they going to do? And Vince McMahon just needs, he needs to really go away. He needs to go away. He came back just to ruin it. That's all he's doing. Um, there was a report I read yesterday and, and if continued today that the owners of AEW, Shad Khan being one of them, Shad Khan, Tony Khan's dad, Shad Khan, the owner of the Jaguars, um, they're considering buying it as well. So what I'd like to see, if they put in a bigger bid than the Saudi Arabia uh, Public Investment Fund and WD doesn't sell to them, I'd like to see WWE shareholders sue the shit out of Vince McMahon for not selling to the highest bidder. Because if you're going to sell, you might as well just make the most you can out of it. So I'm pissed at you, Vince. I hate I hate this. Andy and I have decided we're going to start watching AEW. Um, please don't blow this. Sell it to someone who wants to keep the product going. That's all I got to say. All right, brief and to the point. No Albuquerque drivers pissed them off today, folks. That's news yeah. in and of itself. J. Edgar Cade Wilamon Jr., the 15th. What you got for the people? I'm not going to talk about much this this afternoon or this evening. Um, just what, what really needs to go away is Mother Nature. Because apparently there is a second Siberian cold front apparently making its way across the vast emptiness that is Russia. Because nothing's there anyways. Except for and- vodka. Apparently, it's going to be coming here again. And I just got to say, as a Southerner in the Midwest, this sucks ass. I'm not built for this. I am not (laughs) built for the cold. All right? I need warm weather again. Bring it back, okay? The Midwest is great because the South has so much god-awful humidity. The Midwest has none. It's fantastic. I'm ready to get back to summer. I'm over the cold. I don't need another Siberian cold front. Go to Argentina or something. Go away. Go go somewhere else. Just don't come here. We're full. We don't need more. We're full. <laughs> Shitter's full. You're in the Midwest. Shitter's full. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that, Cade. Okay. Well, shoot. All I got to say is congratulations, Juan Soto, the 20. 20- Three million dollar man avoided arbitration, which was the biggest worry for me with him. I mean, he was gonna play for San Diego this year, anyways, but why you know why piss everybody off, right? So good for you, Juan Soto. Looking forward to having you stick around for a while. And because there hasn't been that much bitching, and I've got a minute and a half left. Um Angel Soft. If any of you people who work for AngelSoft, in particular, their marketing and promotions are watching this, um, stop. Please quit your job. You are ruining my viewing experiences, particularly on Hulu, 
with the little angel babies that are working in what looks like a fucking heaven sweatshop. Oh, Lord. For making, you know, like toilet paper. All right, look, let's be honest here. The shitting bears were too much. And you guys said, hold my beer. That was not the right thing to do in this instance. Oh, my God. Every time that commercial comes on, I've, <laughs> I really just feel like vomiting on someone. Like, I was at the gym this morning, and after the show last night, it uh, was a little worse for wear. And that commercial came on, and I was like, oh, God, some, these people better not be on um, the elliptical next to me. Because this commercial is that awful. And with that, I remand the 15 seconds back for our rebuttal period. What do we want to expand on, boys? All right. I, I want to start. First of all, I love the reference to the shitting bears. Dude, that, I mean, just, yeah. Hey, Dad. Yeah. I got something stuck on my anus. What the fuck, man? I mean, we don't, you know, it reminds me of that joke. Yeah, y'all, yeah, y'all, y'all hear about the joke, the, the bear and the bunny were taking a shit together in the forest. <laughs> no and the bear looks over at the bunny and goes hey bunny bunny's like what's up bear with a funny boy what's that bear and bunny says hey do you ever get shit stuck on your fur Bunny says no so the bear grabbed it and wiped his ass with him <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, that's, <laughs> so so that's that's what that when you said the shitty bears and it was commercial they have like a piece of toilet paper stuck on their ass crack and i'm like dude why are you showing people that so on another note kate one a, a a rock solid way a rock solid way to insulate yourself from the cold is to put on some weight i weigh 270 pounds bro. i'm a big dude big dude all right they no shame in being a big dude put on you know i got some insulation going here it's all good man i still get cold here and there okay but it's just a way to protect you i'm just i'm looking out for you bro Dude, Jay, Jay Edgar's got the metabolism of a horse, man. I'm telling you. That sucks. Dude. Well, actually, I, it's really I, good. I, I, I've been eating probably. like crazy, and it just it goes nowhere. Like I, I can't figure it out. Like I guess I just need to get, be literally eating like a dozen Krispy Kreme donuts every single day. Hey, Kate, how old are you, bro? Huh? How old are you? 27. Wait till you're 30, bro. Your metabolism will <laughs> fucking stop. And yep. then, and shit, then, I feel like I'm 33. What you talking about? Uh, you, you don't look it you know, at all, so that's good. Yeah. Maybe have about that. And then you start, you, you know, Krispy Kreme and chugging beers daily. You know, and mm-hmm. don't you know? I mean, yeah, I'll drink light beers here and there. Okay, you know, I, I uh, actually like the way this tastes, but solar has some calories to it. You know what I mean? Find the shit oh, that's God. heavy with calories. Just start pounding, bro. Just don't do a chilada. Don't do it. Now, well, my try, question try here is, is that just getting with old age or is that just from getting married? Mm, it's old, old age. age. Old age. Damn. Yeah. I thought, you, I, I thought you were seriously going to say <laughs> with getting married. No, no, it's, it's old age. It just comes with that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sorry to tell you, but it's going to No, it's be, No, it's probably because you married a Latina. Everybody knows Latinas know how to cook. No, and no, they make, I, they make no, you fat, I, so that way you can't mm-hmm. run. No, he didn't. My wife is white, and she 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 could cook too. By the way, all right. Oh yeah, that's a white girl though. That's right. All right, we're we're all coming to Albuquerque, New Mexico, for Thanksgiving next year. She can she can hook it up, bro. Dude, <laughs> we were at the beach the, uh, for for Christmas this year at a, a freaking condo rental, right? 
she and Zoe, our, our oldest daughter, they went off to Walmart or Smith's, whatever was nearby. They bought a freaking ham. She went and made a ham in the, I'm like, that's a pretty damn impressive. She made a ham with mac and cheese, all sorts of crap. I'm like, this is awesome. This is awesome. I mean, she just threw it together. She was like, I don't think it's that great. We're like, no, this is freaking amazing. Amazing. And so we sat there and actually had a legit, legit Christmas dinner, even though we were on vacation. Go figure. Go figure. That's pretty cool. And that's how Alonzo um, insulates himself from the massively awful winters of New Mexico. Yep. All right. Now I, I got one more question before we move on. All right. Now we've all had Papa John's. Have you guys ever had the the garlic, the, the garlic dipping sauce? Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Now question. Is it supposed to be like melted down like liquid butter or is it supposed to be like the creamy dipping sauce? supposed to be melted down i thought yeah because like i know if like i know if you like put it in the fridge and it gets cold it kind of it turns into like a a butter Mm -hmm. now which but which one is it like i just got it out of the box and it's like it's been in a hot box with a hot pizza and it's a it's like a buttery substance so i'm like which one is this supposed to be make up your mind papa john's shack we need answers yeah Yeah, shack if you're out there and you can respond to us Yeah, yeah Let us know. Let us I know, need Chuck. answers. Let us, let us know, Big Diesel. Big Diesel. What's Earth. what's a shack shackaroni? <laughs> you, you come, you get you a shackaroni pizza, then you head on over into your time machine back into the nineties, and then you go and get yourself a shack pack over at Burger King, baby. Who's the man who can jam over any man? It ain't Kobe. Rest and in drink peace. It, you know, drink down some all sport with that. You know. <laughs> how many products does he have and how many police departments has he worked for that's right lord dr shaquille o'neal yes 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 pretty impressive guy pretty impressive dude very very well before we move into our topic i mean which of those papa john sauces like the garlic sauce do you prefer the fully melted down version because we're talking about being fat um the fully melted down version or the one that's kind of you know like a butter like which do you prefer Start I, I gotta say melted down i got the melted down melted same. down same Ooh. It, just, it just looks same. more appetizing and i feel like it just tastes better mm. i'm in the minority on this one. Oh man i, I don't know why it just it's just something else to it man i don't know Maybe it's oh, a good. texture thing yeah yeah i mean you're not eating it you know to save calories no, but definitely. speaking of not saving calories and already looking way too far ahead into the future let's go ahead and get into our dos boot topic of the week way too early predictions for next year's college football landscape we'll start with our college football pickums overall champion from this season j edgar cade while pulled it out in the playoffs playoffs you said, you said pulled it out <laughs> Come out. Oh God, no, don't do that. You said you're banned from ever doing that again. Yeah, yeah, pull out. <laughs> pull out. God damn it. So tell us. God he got TP for my bunghole. Oh Christ. Oh my gosh. You've opened Pandora's box. It's gonna be that kind of day. It, it, it really is. It is a day. So tell us, Cade, before we bust out any more cartoon references by Mike yeah, Judge, yeah. who will be the dark horse team of next season? 
who will win the SEC because, you know, most likely they're going to win the national title game again. And who will be the most overrated team? Ooh, I must have missed the overrated part. Ooh, that adds into it. Yes. Um, uh, the, dar- the, the dark horse, the dark horse. Um, I'm honestly going to have to say Texas. Texas I, I hate to say that. I really do. But I feel like Texas is on track. Quinn Ewers, before he gets hurt, takes te- t- t- Texas takes Alabama down to the wire. And even without him, mm-hmm. they still take Alabama down, down to the wire. You put Quinn, a fully healthy Quinn Ewers back in there, oh, yeah, they're, they're beating Alabama all day long. Um, so I, I'm going to say Texas, as long as they can just hold on, maybe replace uh, Bijan and maybe add a few more weapons. And I feel like they have a really, really good chance. I really, I really like them. They're returning hopefully a lot uh, back to their team. Whereas your usual blue chips are going to be losing, you know, probably some of their key players, you know, Alabama's losing Bryce young. And of course, Will Anderson, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Michigan is losing uh, their starting quarterback and potentially <clears throat> bring uh, a head coach and, and so on and so forth. And of course, Georgia is losing their 30 year senior, uh, Stetson Bennett. So <laughs> I, I'm going to have to go with Texas at this point, just because I think they have the most weapons <laughs> to go with it. Um, Dude, COVID years, man. I mean, the college athletes, it's like, uh, well, who was it? Brandon Whedon. I mean, even though he wasn't in college for what was it? Nine years or whatever, but yeah. Him yeah. And, and, Chris, and Chris Winky back in the day. Well, well, so, oh, so God, there is, Chris so there's an actual, there's an actual NCAA player that is still playing to this day that is 29 years old at North Texas. Wow. North Texas. So he was, he Mm. was a three-star out of high school and then he signed to the, uh, he went to the MLB and then he decided Mm. to go back and play get back into college football. So that's how he's still playing, but golly, he's 29 years old. Uh, Sorry to get off track here, folks. No, no, no. um, This is great. Actually, let's go around for all of us first for the dark horse. Okay. Yeah, I like it. Let's go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Big Zo, who you got for the dark horse? All right. So, um, I wasn't sure if we wanted a dark horse for for the, for the football playoff, or if you wanted one for for a group of six for near six bowl. So, I, I'm going to give you two dark horse to make the the football playoff the playoff. Um, and you guys don't don't laugh too hard. I'm going to say this. Okay, Oregon State. Went ten and three. They're finished ranked seventeen this past year. Um, they're coached by Jonathan Smith. He's he, he was their quarterback back when they put the fucking beat down on Notre Dame, like in nineteen ninety nine or two thousand in the Fiesta Bowl. Um, that was the beginning of Bob Davies' demise at Notre Dame. Thank <laughs> you, God. Um, so yeah, yeah. So he coaches them now. They, they, under Smith, they've gone two and ten. Five and seven, two and five, seven and six, and now ten and three. They just beat the crap out of uh, Florida in the Vegas Bowl, thirty to three, and they just got DJ Uangalale from Clemson. I'm glad he left Clemson. And by the way, Clemson just fired their offensive coordinator, probably because he can't coach, you know. And he re- got freaking Uangalale regressed. He was a better high school player than he ever was mm-hmm. at, at, at quarterback at Clemson. So I'm happy he's back on the West Coast. And I think under Jonathan Smith's tutelage, he can he can reg- he can regain who he was. Um, so I, I see Oregon State being a dark horse for the playoff. Okay, mm-hmm. now a dark horse for the group of five to make a New Year's Six Bowl. I'm going to go with UT San Antonio. 
11 and three this season, had three losses, Texas, Houston, and Troy. They were all ranked when, when, when UTSA lost to them. Now, speaking of old players, right? Freaking their quarterback. <laughs> their quarterback is coming back. I just saw it. I was like, what the hell? For a seventh season. You heard COVID that right? Years, bro. Seventh season. God. Okay. Um, I think it's hilarious. I'm like, what? So he redshirted in 2017, missed all of 18 with an injury. So it's a medical redshirt. Uh, limited to four games the next season. If suffering another season injury, that's another medical redshirt. Um, uh, and then the COVID season. So everyone gets an extra year because of that. Seven years, man. Seven years. He's going to be back for a seventh season. You want to talk about a seasoned quarterback? <laughs> This guy yeah. is seasoned seven times. So um, I have UTSA as my dark horse to make a New Year's Six Bowl. Not, not, not to make a CFP run, but to make a New Year's Six Bowl. And so that's why I got I got Oregon State to make a playoff run. Watch him lose like the first three games of the year, and I look like a fucking idiot. And then I have uh, UTSA making a run for a New Year's Six Bowl. That's what I got. So God, if their uh, quarterback takes advantage of that graduate transfer rule, we'll be talking <laughs> We'll be talking about him for a while. Wells is a grad transfer. <laughs> he goes to UT Austin instead. <laughs> oh, that would be great. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, my goodness. That would be freaking hilarious. That would be yeah. hilarious. Just remember, you are going to lay Oregon State. Can they do with him what the bonius couldn't at Clemson? Well... You know, when you're being coached by a perpetual liar, that tends to happen. Bad things, that is. So I don't know what you're talking about. That's, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. We, didn't that, we look up what his actual name is? The oh, Bonius. Yeah. yeah. He had some funky name. Remember, it was like, like Michael Christopher or some shit? Yeah. Dabble Swinney. What, what is your actual name? Um, William Christopher. That's Dabble. Because because Dabo, I mean, William Christopher, what rolls off your tongue with William Christopher? Dabo does. Dabo does. You see, I wish he would do that to a brick wall, J. Edgar. That would be great on just rapid repeat. He was dabbing a lot, so, you know. <laughs> oh, hey, there. Yes, yes, just like that, right into the wall. Just, oh, uh, that would be so wonderful. <laughs> Could also break the rock, too, I guess, a little bit more. That would be great. Yeah. So... All right, my dark horse team of next season um, for no reason other than they played up and I feel like they played a little bit too far up and out of their own comfort zone and we're like, whoa, we can compete this season. UCLA, I think next season UCLA is going to make a pretty damn nifty run Um Oh, wait, they're moving conferences. Does that take place next year, the actual I switch? I think it's the year after. Let, let me see real quick. Go, go ahead and keep going. I'll let you know. Okay. Um, well, if they're in the Pac-12, then they'll be able to make a run for that one. Um, if they actually go through with the conference move, I don't think they will actually stand a chance. But if they're in the Pac-12. They're, they're moving in 2024. Okay, so yeah, they they're gonna, you know, they're gonna take a freaking run at the Pac-12 title. I just, 
USC has sucked for so long. And I think that uh, a lot of that goes back to how UCLA has been a little bit smartly recruiting on the football trail. So foosball foosball Bobby Boucher we're gonna talk about a little bit more foosball in that SEC so J Edgar K oh he's eating he's eating some of mama's gator it's it's the tail it's I would say it's the neck <laughs> Madublin Oblengata <laughs> I learned that gators ain't ornery because they ain't got no toothbrush, they ornery because of their medublin oblongata. <laughs> but but, but mama said you're the devil. <laughs> we very well could be. <laughs> but but ben right, so, Franklin. So who, what we got devil. next? The 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 dark horse of the SEC is that right? No no who who gonna win that SEC? So <clears throat> yeah, you can I guess come up with title game predictions. Uh, I mean you know SEC game predictions even though it basically does determine who wins the sure, title sure yeah yeah so so let's go with uh you know on it, it it's really hard it's really hard to kind of make it a sit because every team that you think of is is probably replacing their their best players they're they're probably if not they're replacing their quarterback uh arkansas replacing their quarterback texas a&m is a dumpster fire <laughs> um, Mississippi State is coming off, I mean, a huge end of the year. Um, but if I'm not mistaken, Will Rogers is out. Um, Tennessee is losing theirs. Kentucky's losing Will Levis. Georgia's losing 45 year senior sets in Bennett the fifth. Okay. USC, I might actually have to say USC is going to make a run at the East. Hell Georgia yeah. is a powerhouse, they are a powerhouse, but they do have to replace players. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. The way that USC took down, what was it, two number ones or, or at least two top fives? That was that was right. Yeah, two top mm-hmm. fives. Mm-hmm. Okay. You bring that mentality in and you bring back a, a good quarterback like uh, Spencer Radler, you can make waves. Wait, wait, wait. Um, wait did, did, I, did I just hear good quarterback good. and Spencer Rattler in the same sentence? <sighs> okay. I mean, he's not great, but he's okay. <laughs> I mean, well, I'll he did say I'll try to hype Stoats up here a little bit. That's true. He did say good. He did say good. Okay. Um, yeah, not Florida. great. Nobody knows what Florida man is doing down in Florida. He's probably <laughs> doing a line of cocaine and and calling the police to help him move his uh, move his stuff they stole out of Dollar General. Okay, let's just be <laughs> honest here. All right. All back. Everything in my heart wants to say Ole Miss can make a run at the at the West. I just don't know. The way they fell off at the end of the year, you win your first seven and then you hit Alabama. And yeah, you take a, a, a depressing loss. We'll just say that. And then you lose like five out of the next six. It's not pretty. Um, they've got a lot of ahead of them. They got a lot to go. I like that they're bringing back, um, you know, their, their quarterback. They've got the best running back in the country coming back, all freshmen uh Quinshawn Judkins I just don't know if they have it I I really don't Lane Kiffin has a lot of explaining to do uh the way that that year ended so I don't know if I'm gonna say that they're gonna win it unfortunately it may come down to the Iron Bowl Hugh Freeze is a great coach and he's brought in a lot of talent in his few short weeks of being there will he beat Alabama in his first year at Auburn 
I just don't think so. I think Alabama is just still too much. They're going to switch to to what's his name, Jalen Monroe, or they're going to put in Ty Simpson, who I personally watched play in high school. Kid is phenomenal. Hmm. Okay, kid is phenomenal. Give him weapons at Alabama. He's going to be great. I hate to say it. It's going to be USC versus Alabama in the SEC championship game. Why? Why would you hate to say? It? Well, I guess one side of that you should have Alabama. Yeah, very, yeah, no, very much one side. I have nothing against. I, I think USC, the real USC, by the way, has the greatest intro to college football ever. Period. It is awesome. no question mark. It is all. awesome. If you've never been to a game in Columbia, oh man, you ain't been to a game, baby. So who ends up winning that contest, there, kid? Is, you is, can say it. You can. Is say that it. a question? I just want to hear you say it. It's I I hate to say it, but Alabama will probably be on top of the SEC again. Mm. Yeah, they took a year. I don't think that they're going to win the Natty. I Mm. don't. You you put now we're moving into the twelve team playoff. Mm -hmm. That's dangerous. It it doesn't matter who's number twelve at that stage. Anybody can beat anybody. We literally watched Tulane take down. Fake USC. Fake USC. If, and fake USC is supposed to have the Heisman Trophy can't, winner, mm-hmm. who, by my correction, by my prediction, shouldn't have been there in the first place because you play in a cupcake conference because the US or the Pac-12 eats garbage. Um, but you know you're you're up by like what two three touchdowns going into the second half or or at least the fourth quarter and you blow it. Nah, nah. Anybody can beat anybody on any, any given day. Mm-hmm. And I'll rescind my time. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I was going to do another Bobby Boucher reference, but uh, yeah. Then you're going to come in and lose to the mud dogs of Tulane in the bourbon bowl. And that's basically, <laughs> I think, how most people who didn't go to Tulane watch that game. Tulane the is the bourbon bowl, baby. The bourbon bowl. The bourbon bowl. Who is going to win that SEC, the big zone? Well, first, um, the 12 team playoff doesn't start until 2024. So. We're still going to have to deal with. So like the 24, 25 season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just, I just looked it up. That sucks, but that's what it is. So I, I could have about moving up to this year. No, they moved it up to 24 from 26. So hmm. yeah, I, I, I just, I just looked it up. Um, huh. And this was an article from December 1st, 2022 and NCAA.com. So yeah, they're not trustworthy. It's happening. Uh, you know, I mean, it's the NCAA. Anything can happen. I mean, we're mm-hmm. never paying players. How about this NIL $4 million freaking CJ Stroud? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And sporting news and the same thing. Um, the college football playoff format will officially begin the 24-25 season. So Okay. So either way, um, I do want to I do want to make a quick comment about Spencer Rattler, if I may, before I give my pick. But I sent you guys, I sent you guys a, a an article where it's like Spencer Rattler announces he's staying at USC for his senior year or whatever. And I'm like, where the fuck did he think he was going? <laughs> that Arby's <laughs> application has to wait. <laughs> We're going the draft. Back. You know, I, I've draft. Got, I've, I've got this. this, this kid the XFL draft. Yeah, the XFL draft. Like that, that, the CFL draft? He wouldn't even be Mr. Irrelevant in the NFL draft, bro. No, I mean, no. I, I I was talking about the U.S. military draft. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> he wouldn't cut it one day. He'd start mm-hmm. whining 
bitching about everything. <laughs> How come we got a crow in the mud? This is bullshit. Didn't have to do yeah, that, that would be him. And the drill sergeants would be like, let me show you some real bullshit. Then he'd go grab a bull, <laughs> grab its shit, and slam it all in Spencer Rattler's <laughs> face. So, yeah, no. <laughs> I remember I sent you guys, I was like, where did he think he was going? I mean, yeah. this is this is shocker. It's like he's coming back for his next year. Like, ooh, <laughs> let's celebrate yeah. or something, you know. So, yeah, Spencer Rattler, good for you, bro. Um, ho- hopefully you grow up a little bit. If you do, I won't eat crow because you have been an ass, but I will say congratulations on growing up. That, I'll give you that, okay? I don't see it happening because you're kind of too much of a punk-ass prick. But either way. No, punk-ass prick. That's right, punk-ass prick. SEC, who do I have winning it? Well, who wins the East? Who wins the West? Who wins the whole thing? You know, unfortunately, I don't see much changing any, any, anytime soon. Um, earlier this season, like the first week of the season, everyone jumped on Florida's bandwagon because of their quarterback, Anthony Richardson. And, oh, my God, he's all that. And Florida ended up, what, six and six? Something like that. Um, he's still going to the NFL. He's, he just, he, he's talented. But Florida sucks. So they're not, they're not doing shit. Um, I think I, – I honestly, I do think it comes down to South Carolina and Georgia in the East, but I think Georgia gets it. I think Georgia – it goes to the to the SEC championship game, and I think I I don't think Auburn's there yet. I, the Iron Bowl is not going to decide anything besides bragging rights in this within the state of Alabama, um, and I still think Alabama beats Auburn. And I'm an Auburn fan, so I just I just don't see them give give Hugh. I mean Hugh Freeze is a hell of a coach. I mean he he coached them up at freaking Ole Miss back in the day, right? And he coached them up at Liberty. It's not going to happen in one year. Um, Auburn has way too much going wrong with it right now. He has a lot to fix. So that being said, I have uh, Alabama and Georgia. And I have Nick Saban saying, essentially, you know, in his in his really roundabout way, you know, I've, I've kind of had enough of Kirby beating me, so I'm just going to go ahead and take it to him this time, you know, and I'm going to give him an ass chewing. That's what you call it. That's, that's called an ass chewing. I think freaking Alabama beats them. It's been too long since Alabama won a natty. Um they, they won the SEC championship just two years ago, not this year, last year. But they're not going to leave anything to chance this year. They win the SEC, they win a natty, and that's they just roll roll tide while I roll tears watching it happen. So, yeah. All of us do. Thank you, monotone Nick Saban. Yeah, that's 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 the way it is. So it's called Nastuin. That's what it's called, Nastuin. I'm going to take one day off to go and have activities with my family. <laughs> God, I know he's great with his players, and every time ESPN shoves a camera in his face, he's like, did you guys see my lake house? Would you like to come back to my lake house with all the That's players? Right. There's right. no illegal inducements here whatsoever. Not at all. So, if you, can, I, can I butt in real quick? That's hilarious that you're saying that. And, you know, I, I'm have, I, as I'm getting older and having a harder time really not liking him, um, just because I I can hear the get off my lawn thing and it's kind of funny, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like or, or or get out of my lake, you know, like stop swimming in my lake, you know that that thing. Um, and you know, and, uh, but but he's a hell of a coach and he's he's a, he knows how to put a team together. He granted, it, it, oh, it's easy when you have all the best players. Well, ask Phil Jackson because he he that takes some skill to put the best players together and make them want to play with each other. You know, like hey, play together, guys, get out there and ball together. Don't. I get it. You're all the best high school players in your state. I get it. But now you're a team here. So, and, and to get rid of egos and make them play as a team, he's pretty impressive. He's pretty impressive. He 
So I, I got to give him that. I, I, you wouldn't have heard me say that a decade ago. I hated the guy, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I don't, I can't hate you. You're really good at what you do. And if anything, I, I study people like him and coach K I'm like, okay, what do they do to get these players to just really buy in? And they do the players buy in. Yeah. They take, um, you know, being serious for two seconds, I know boring, uh, but they do take an interest in the players and their recruiting lines. I mean, if you look at where a lot of the players from Alabama come from, a lot of them, I'm not going to say all of them, you're not seeing too many IMG kids coming up, No, you know? So if you pull into that parking lot, you know, before the NIL money start to hit for these players, you're going to see a lot of beat down, you know, Honda civics and bikes, not like motorcycles either. So I, he recruits hard knocks, man. I mean, there's a certain style and he trains very well for it. And he takes the bill Belichick approach of I'm going to hire people who are smarter than me in one dimension and administer the shit out of this team. And he does, he does it great. I mean, him, him and bill are friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there, there's a reason for that. Great, great minds, right? Well, they were both on the Browns together and they both learned that lesson, you know, way, way back when. Um, and on the flip side too, you know, Saban has that, you know, frozen bag of oranges, just ready. <laughs> Act up, fuck around, find out. And oh wait, in in his his voice, I guess. Uh, so um team, you better not mess around. Or you're gonna find out. You're gonna find out. So let's get out there and work. Yep. Let's go have a great day. Let's go work. That's what we do. Let's let's go have a and his his hands his hand gestures. Let's go have a great day. Let's Let's just do it. Yeah. It's just no need for the oranges today. You know, Lake House. Yeah. That's right. My prediction that same team wins the West too. It's been it has been way too long since Alabama has been the Alabama of not so long ago of just pure undying brutal force you know from the east I I want to say South Carolina but I said it last year and it didn't happen so I'm going to inspire the boys it ain't Florida it's going to be Georgia again but Nick Saban and his sack of frozen oranges are going to be holding up the SEC championship trophy and then go to the lake house. Now let's get to the fun part. Which team will be the most overrated? The most overrated. Cade, we'll start with you. If he's there. Well, I don't think we could ever blow this particular honor uh, out of the water like we did Texas A&M last year. (laughs) That crown will forever be theirs, never to be touched again. To be overrated, I'm going to have to say it. it, it's going to be Nebraska. Mm. It's going to be Nebraska. They have this. This they might be the most passionate fan base that's non-crazy fan base in the entire country. Very they, friendly. They are loyal to the bone. They will fill out that stadium, whoever they are playing. And God knows I feel sorry for them sometimes because they had a long and tough year. Okay. And they they do seem to always get placed in the top 25 
but just they just haven't had it here recently. And now they've got Matt Rule, and I hope they are successful. I really do. I just don't think this is going to be it. Not for them. I'm sorry. I don't. I, I hate to sound negative towards them. I just think they're they're going to get overrated because they're going to bring in Matt Rule, who's a former NFL coach for the Carolina Panthers, who's still making four four hundred eighty seven thousand dollars a year, sitting on his couch in Nebraska. He's going to bring in some talent, but it's just not going to be enough. And, and they're going to lose games. The Pac-10 is doing everything they can to catch up and beat the SEC. They are. The Big Ten. And right now, Nebraska has been at the bottom of that. So you're being left behind. And you've got big shoes to fill because you're supposed to be this glamorous, big shot from the, you you, you know, back in the day team. And and here we are. And you've got nothing to show for it. So they are on the verge of being the next USC. They They need to tread lightly. They're on the verge of being the next fake USC. Yeah, and when they hire uh, students to be snow shovelers in Nebraska, at least they might be doing their job, unlike fake USC. When's the last time it fucking snowed in SoCal? Never. Never. Big Zoe, who's going to be the most highly overrated team? All right, I I can get behind what Kate was saying. Uh, I totally, totally get where he's coming from. But I think to be overrated, you have to be rated. And I don't think Nebraska is going to even start rated. Um, no one's putting the top 25 to start the season, even with Matt Rule. They have so many problems to fix. And so I, I think you have to be rated to be overrated. So I don't have one. I have two. And these are the same teams that are overrated year after year after year. None other than Notre Dame and Texas. Why? Because they are Notre Dame and Texas. They get rated really highly. And then, you know, Texas, oh, Notre Dame is number eight in the nation. Texas is number 12. And somebody beats them and you're like, oh, well, they must be good because they beat the number eight team in the country. No, they were never number eight. They were never number eight. But, and by the end of the year, you realize they were not as good as we ever, ever thought they were. Um, or to quote, quote Danny Green, rest, 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 rest in peace. They are who we thought they were. We let them off the hook. That's that's them. Um, they're 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 not they're not that good. Are they good? Sure, but are they overrated? Yes. You, you you're going to see them both hit the top ten early in the season, if not be ranked in the top ten to start the season. And you, they'll lose a game in the first three four games. People will be like, oh well, it's just it's just an early season hiccup. We'll we'll bump it back to number nine. And lose another game or two, and okay, maybe number eighteen. And by the time bowl season comes around, there'll be others receiving votes. So that's that's my take. Notre Dame and Texas. Notre Dame and Texas. I will say the Notre Dame real USC game this year was very entertaining. Didn't go the way I wanted, but you know it, it was a good game. Um, yeah, but Texas Notre Dame. My highly overrated team, Colorado. Uh, I think prime coming in is going to be a good thing, but mm -hmm. I'm not sure that all of the recruits coming in that he's going to be able to put in, you know, the culture and all of the background stuff that you don't see on the football field in effectively year one. I'm not really sure if he's going to be able to do that. They're not going to play that many 
great opponents. So I think he's going to skid by and be kind of like Clemens was a couple of years back when, you know, if you put out a JV high school football team in front of them, that would have been the toughest competition they saw that year before getting into the college football playoff. I think it's going to be a very similar story and not to rag on that hire and not to rag on prime. I think that's, a. I really do think it's a marriage made in heaven, um, both from a football sense and a very comedic sense. Um, just <laughs> prime in Colorado to me, it doesn't make sense, but um, Hey, I think it's going to end up working out in a couple of years here, but I think year one, there's going to be a little come to reality, if you will. Can I jump in on that real quick regarding prime Colorado? I think I, I don't, I don't, yeah, you're right. It's comedic marriage made in heaven. Um, I don't, I don't like him going there. You know, I think it gives him an easy out. If he doesn't succeed there, well, it's Colorado. No, no one's going to succeed there. You know, um, I, I, now would he have been hired somewhere else? I think so. I think so. Um, I'm, I, I don't, I don't like him going there. I just, I, I, not to be a dick to Colorado, but he's better than that. <laughs> mm. You know, um, yeah, I, I, I think he took the easy way out. It's if it doesn't, it doesn't work there. He's going to be like, Oh, well, it was Colorado. Wouldn't work there for anybody. I'm moving on to the next thing. Yeah. So yeah. Colorado is one of those jobs where you fail. Oh, well, no big deal. Kind of Matt rules doing in Nebraska right now. If he fails, it's Nebraska. Matt Rule, let's go back to him for a second. The luckiest coach in football right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, he has been. I mean, he he comes in, does well with a very stacked Baylor team, has one really good year. Panthers call, offer him a shit ton of money. They leave him there a lot longer than they should. And then he lands on his feet at an even bigger school. So, I mean, if you think about it, he basically took a break for a couple of years to go get paid, only to come back warranting an even bigger contract because, ooh, you were an NFL coach. Were you, though? Really? Didn't look like it, especially if you talk to Carolina Panthers fans. He was as much an NFL coach as Bobby Petrino was when he was at the Falcons for, what, 12 games? And then left. That That's, that's as good a coach as well. At least Petrino, at least Petrino left of his own volition. Didn't wait to get fired. Yeah. Yeah. And with that, let's go ahead and take a quick break. But coming up, the gang runs through a Giuseppe Strombole redo of the week. Yeah. I shouldn't be, we shouldn't be doing this. We should be doing aliens. Aliens. That's what we're going to be talking about is aliens, bra. You're listening to Plaster Negotiations, where none of the debates are legally binding. The gang needs a refill. But when we come back, we'll get into our Giuseppe Stromboli redo of the week. You're listening to Plaster Negotiations. Follow us on the social medias at PlasterPod. And we'll be right back. And now, it's time! In honor of the phenomenal rebranding of a famous magic story out of the UK, turned Italian-American, bang, noodle-wielding, and probably from New Jersey Wizard, our next segment is the Giuseppe Stromboli Redo of the Week. 
premise is simple. Give a scenario to the panel that happened in recent memory. The panel determines how they would change the execution of the plan. Just saying don't do the scenario is an immediate loss. Yada, yada, yada. Not the first rodeo. But late last year, South Korea's military launched without announcement a rocket. Hmm, doesn't seem newsworthy just yet. Claiming that an announcement would hinder security efforts for said rocket, the South Korean rocket twisted around, emitting a white colored vapor that turned red. So it's like this tornado y looking thing that starts white and turns red um, that could be seen very easily in the highly populated city of Seoul, South Korea. Aside from the constant North Korean threat, this rocket let Koreans' minds wander to aliens, UFOs, bro. Yeah, to make things weirder, the South Korean defense minister said the rocket was, quote, part of the country's efforts to build a space-based surveillance capability and bolster its defensive posture, unquote. So Big Zoe, you're the aliens. Not only that, but you are shape-shifting aliens. So, you know, you could turn into like, it's like Animorphs, except, you know, their thing is they turn into, you know, like humans. And so you're shape-shifting human self. You love going down and enjoying Somme in downtown Seoul with your boys and gals and all of them and all these crazy human endeavors. So now that the eyes are to the sky, how can you ensure your anonymity while continuing to drink that sweet, sweet somek? And for those who are unaware, somek is basically a Korean car bomb, and it's usually done with, you have a lager, and then you have um, soju, which is a light liquor additive that's usually between 12 and 20 percent abv you dump them in and down the hatch and oh my god it's a fun time but you want to keep up this lifestyle big zo how you gonna do it all right so first things first i keep drinking somate and in this case it's arrogant bastard ale but because i don't have somate on me but let's pretend it is let's pretend it is all right so since I'm a shapeshifter, first thing I do, I stay in human form, all right? I don't call attention to myself in any way. I've been around the block long enough, and I haven't raised any suspicions. So I don't change what I've been doing, okay? Now, if people by chance start getting suspicious about aliens among us because of the South Korean government's announcement, you know, the easiest thing to do is you join them in their suspicions. When in Rome, right? So I joined them. But I try to downplay the danger of having aliens living among us. So I make remarks such as, if the government knows something, they should say something. And then follow it up with, but if they knew something, I'm going to have to guess that aliens can't be that bad. The government would have warned us about them. I mean, we're not North Korea, statements like that. Okay. Then I would buy a round of somek for those with me, toast the good life, down the somek, and enjoy, keep enjoying life. All right. Now, that being said, I would definitely reach out to my fellow aliens there's, there's more than one of us here you said i'm aliens i'm not alien mm -hmm. so yeah. there's more of them, right yeah. that's what to make sure everyone's safe hey you guys okay you need anything you know further i'm going to reach out to our alien leaders and let them know that people may be getting a little bit suspicious so i would recommend that they send some sort of communication to all the other aliens to stay calm don't blow their cover etc because i can't make the assumption that everyone's going to be as calm as i am 
So people are going to be freaking out, right? So we we need some official communique from from the freaking alien leaders, right? Alien so the key HQ. here, yeah, yeah, right, right, okay. So the key here is to remain calm and keep living, quote, normally, unquote. Because what's normal, right? What's what's normal, you know? Pounding so big in soul. Right, right, right. Okay. That, that's normal. That's normal. So just keep doing what you're doing. Okay. The South Korean government, they may have been trying to blow our cover. If they know about it, maybe, oh, we're just going to kind of give a hint. But if we don't play along with them you know, they, by outing ourselves, it's going to go down in history as one of those, quote, remember when the South Korean government launched a rocket that emitted a white to red color changing vapor and then said it was just part of their efforts to build a space-based surveillance capability and bolster defense posture? Yeah, that was weird, right? Moments. That's going to go to the donuts, okay? <laughs> and then, right when you humans become complacent, we take over Earth, make Elon Musk our leader, make the rest of you humans our bitches. Oh, my God. That went south really fast. <laughs> like... I was with you until the last sentence. I mean, hey, even the alien takeover. Okay. And then we put Elon in charge. Oh, my God. We're yeah. doomed. We're yep. fucked. Oh, he'll run us into the ground like he's run so many companies. <laughs> Benedict. J. Edgar Cade Wileman Jr. the 15th. You as aliens. Aliens. How are you going to keep aliens safe in this scenario? Yeah. So first of all, I already know how I'm going to do this. And no, I'm not going to take over the world like Big Zoe because I'm probably here trying to escape some other evil alien race trying to conquer my race because they think they're better than me. <clears throat> so literally Nazi aliens are trying to hunt me down. So, oh, fuck Nazi so, aliens. So, so you ran away. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He's the so, Sir Robin so here, of aliens. So here's, I, I'm a shapeshifter, right? So here's my mm. plan. I'm going to find the biggest TV broadcasting station in the whole country. And I'm guessing it's out of Seoul. And I'm going to find and stalk the nighttime news reporter. So whoever their biggest, their Ted Williams or whoever from MSNBC, whoever that is in fucking Seoul. That's, the, that's my target. I'm going after him. I'm going to find his ass. All right. And then I'm going to kill him and I'm going to shape shift into him. Is this one of those things like I have to like take over their body or I could just mimic anything like a transformer? Well, uh, let's keep it with uh, Animorphs uh, continuity, I guess. So you have to touch them at least once. Okay. And then like the last person or thing you touch, you can transform into. So perfect. All right. So yeah, definitely still going to put him out of his misery because I mean, he lives in South Korea. Um, so I'm going to kill him. All right. Then I'm going to take over. I'm going to, I'm going to shape shift into him. I'm going to learn their language really fast. All right. And then I'm well, going to probably have by now, if you're going out on the town every night. Exactly. Exactly. So you probably know Korean. No. Okay. Perfect. Even better. We'll give you so that. Then I'm just going to take over his world. I'm going to be him. I'm going to take over the TV. And then I'm just going to go out of my way, batshit crazy, and I'm going to make fun of people who are trying to think aliens are real, to debunk them, to embarrass them, to make them feel like the worthless piece of garbage they are for trying to rid me, to try to expose me for Nazi Hitler thugs out there to come find me and kill me. All right, so I'm going to make up all these stories. I'm going to make up recordings. I'm going to Go and stand on my fucking roof with a tin hat. Hope I get shot by some freaking lightning shit. 
anything and everything that there can be, I'm going to do it on live television to embarrass them. And then, and then I'm going to come out on a huge story and call them out, make their life miserable. And then I'm going to say the aliens are not real and then be done. And I'm going to just bam, disappear. Ted Williams of MSNBC of soul gone. He's never to be seen again. Did I dispose of his body? I'm going to shapeshift back into what I was doing with my life. The world's greatest manhunt is now focused off of me and focused on Ted Williams of MSNBC from Seoul. And he's gone. Nobody knows. North Korea? Nobody knows. China? Nobody knows. Where'd he go? I don't know. But they're not looking for me. Hmm. The end. And then you could focus on that sweet, sweet Some. I love it. Stay away from my Some. Especially you, Nazi aliens. Bastards. (laughs) Bastards. I mean, did you just dab? (laughs) Dabba William Smith III from U.S. Clemson, whatever. You're the new you're the new Dabo. Dabo (laughs) Williman. Dab on him. (laughs) Yo, there's too many Daboniuses in this world as there is. (laughs) Oh God. And then, shape, shape, Opa, and then I'm gonna Gangnam style my way And now everybody who had got that out of their mind from a decade ago is pissed at us. That's okay. Watch watch the Gangnam style with the Oregon duck. Oh god. No. Uh I don't I don't need that in my life. Just like I don't need all this sweet, sweet heat on my ass. But you know what? I do. I don't. I don't like the way that sounded. I don't like well, the way that sounded. Well, I mean, hey, they're they're looking for me, man. They're looking for me as the aliens. They're looking for aliens. That's right. But you know, the U.S. government has been releasing a lot of stuff about aliens lately. The pill, all of the weird recordings, all of the declassified information about some of which were engagements with aircraft. You know what? At some point, you got to say, fuck it. So what am I going to do as aliens? Well, me, and I assume that, you know, well, we're just going to assume that these are the grays. Okay. So not like the lizard ones or, you know, any of the other ones. Justin Bieber, we got our eye on you, you lizard alien fuck. Anyways. You grays, we, we go down three, three, we'll just say three grays, you know, in human form. And then late at night, you transform. You transform into your alien self and start just pounding Some. Just obliterate it. Drink the whole bar under the table. And that will be that and then you tip well so you're good customers you can be repeats and you know south korea is they're they're good people they're pretty inviting and then you don't have to shapeshift so i thought tipping i thought tipping was frowned upon in asian countries oh yeah that's right is it you know who would try to tip you know who would try to tip in an asian country aliens they would so maybe outed yourself you just I outed yourself. Yep, you just well, I just transformed yourself. into it, you know. That's true. So I mean that that cat's out of the box already or bag. 
or whatever you keep your cats in. Yeah. And then we expose Justin Bieber. You lizard <laughs> alien fuck. As an alien, as a fellow alien. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. He's lizard people, man. Do your research. The truth is out there. <laughs> and the right X-Files now. Is real. The X-Files is real. Do, 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 do. I'm really surprised neither one of us brought up Men in Black in the end of our scenario. No, they're going to come up after the episode and mind wipe us. So, well, not only that, but that, that was kind of like low hanging fruit. You know, I, I didn't want to go there. It was just, <laughs> this was really uh, uh, you're, you're too good for, you're too yeah, good yeah. for Men in Black. Yeah, I'm way too good for Men in Black. Dude, it's Will Smith. Anyone's too good for that, that, that slapper these days. <laughs> you keep my alien wife's name out of your mouth. <laughs> Oh man, and she's you sitting there looking at him like, "Oh my God, you, you, you just, yeah, you son of a bitch." And Tommy Lee Jones just has that one facial expression he always does, but you know he's judging. You know he's judging. All right, how are you guys bringing M- the Men in Black into this? Because you know it kind of seems like you guys were going to anyways. Well, I, I wasn't going to, but I, I will now. Now that Do Kate it. brought it up, Do it. So, how do you bring Men in Black into this? Well, first of all, they're out of their jurisdiction. It's fucking South Korea. Men in Black were here in the United States. So if they want to go over there, you know, Tommy Jones is going to have to use his, his accent, his little Southern charm accent or whatever the fuck he has to try to go and talk to whoever the South Korean president is at this point. I don't, I don't, I don't even follow politics. I don't know who the fuck the president is. It doesn't fucking matter. He's got to go talk to somebody and be like, hey, hey, it seems like we have a fugitive over here. And I'm like, hey, that's the wrong movie. Oh, shit. That is the wrong movie. Uh, and then he'll look around and be like, Will, what am I supposed to do? And Will's going to walk to the president and slap him. <laughs> it's his only move. It's all he's got. <laughs> it's his only move. That's right. And then they'll be like, what's going on? And he'll start singing, you know, his Men in Black song, doing his stupid little dance, you know, just balance with me. Just balance. People are like, get the fuck out of our country. We have K-pop. We don't need this shit. And, in Gangnam and- Style. Yeah, again, we have K-pop and Gangnam Style. We don't, you know, we have BTS and whoever the hell mm-hmm. else sings, and then they'll pull out their little things to try to do the flash thing to to make everyone forget something. But you're in South Korea, man. They are so far technologically advanced than we are that that shit doesn't phase them anymore. I mean, they, you know, they wear sunglasses, right? So that uh, it doesn't it doesn't affect them. South Korea, they're probably wearing contact lenses. Everyone already, so that the shit doesn't affect them. So like, Google contact yeah, lenses. Well, yeah. they go, they look at that and they're like, "Hey, why'd you pull out that that skinny ass dildo that hits buttons on it at the end? I don't, I don't get what you're doing." And they're gonna be like, "Well, this didn't work." And then Tommy Jones like, "Uh, uh, looks like we have a fugitive." And then Will Smith's gonna slap him, and then and then they're gonna leave. <laughs> then they're gonna leave. That's 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 how the Men in Black come into play and leave and leave. <laughs> So, Defenders, don't get the fuck out. You, you know, South Korea can take care of themselves. You know, even though we do have military presence still there, they can take yourself from aliens. Now, we just need to be able to take care of from, you know, who, who the fuck's the president of North Korea? That, that crazy guy. You know, but, I mean, Den, Dennis Kim Rodman does a good job of that. Yes, but Dennis Rodman does a good enough job of that. He goes over there and calms him down for a little bit. So, I mean. You know, with this I mean, private you know, jet we, full of cocaine and weed. Exactly. You know, all we need to do is pay Dennis Rodman to be our diplomat and just go over there and say, hey, Kim Un or whatever the fuck, just hey man, let's just be cool. I, I I brought some strippers, I brought some coke, some weed. 
let's watch, let's watch some basketball. Let's do basketball diplomacy. How's, how's that? And then, and then Will Smith will go try to slap him and he'll slap him back. That'll be the end of that. <laughs> there you go. There you yeah, go. You Dennis wanna... Rodman, I love you, Dennis Rodman. I, I yeah, you're my boy, bro. Thank, if, thanks for keeping it real over there. To keep keeping them away from everybody. Damn. If someone tried to slap Dennis Rodman, oh my god, that might be Bad Giuseppe news. for next week. Bad news. You that, slap. Be, that, they would be the most disliked person in America. Not only that, would be the most like, dead. Like, you're, you're talking Dennis about the Rodman man would kill them. You're talking about the man who flew to Las Vegas, banged Carmen Electra, mm. and then flew back to Chicago and played in like whatever freaking series it was like come on that man's a yeah. living legend yeah god he's just he got yeah, to do so- what every every person in the, in the 80s and 90s was dreaming of doing come on you know what you know what okay here we go dennis rodman should replace will smith as a man in black as a man in black he should be with a will smith character uh yeah, they referenced him as an alien in the movie they, they did they, they they sure as hell did and at the end of the day it's like you know what? Fuck you, Will Smith. You know, a, a, a human wouldn't slap somebody. So fuck you. Yeah. You know, so you're the alien, Will Smith. So he needs to go to Will Smith and punch him. Just fucking lay him out. What's Will Smith going to do? Slap back? Oh, my goodness. Thank God. Oh, <laughs> fuck out of here, Will Smith. You know, and by the way, Will Smith, you wouldn't have thrown that slap if it was like Dave Chappelle up there. It was Chris no. Rock. You know, no. Dave Chappelle would have started waylaying on you. He would have just destroyed you. You know, throw that slap at fucking who's that? That Terry Crews. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Throw that Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais would he first of all he'd spill his beer on you and then he'd beat the shit out of you afterwards. There would yeah. be so many cunts thrown. That well, I mean, you imagine me bloody okay. cunt. Just not not only that, <laughs> Will Smith. Throw it at Kevin Hart. The Rocks have come out and beat the shit out of you. <laughs> I heard you were uh, picking on my younger that's brother. Right. <laughs> Kate, Kate, Kate is not impressed. Kate, you're not laughing at my jokes, bro. He's just thinking. He's just trying to come up with a way. He's, he's trying to one-up me here. Don't, don't try to one-up me. I'm not trying to one-up anyone. I'm just having fun. I'm Either having that fun. or he's snorting pizza, one of the two. <laughs> dude that did not look right bro yeah we're gonna need a break after that one <laughs> what the fuck was that i don't know for those of you who are just listening and not watching you're better off and he you're keeps doing oh my yeah. god when we come back we tell who we give our alex moran player of the week nominations follow us on the social medias at plastered pod and we'll be right back and hopefully Cade will stop sniffing his feet. One more break to go, but when we come back, the gang runs through their Alex Moran Player of the Week nominations. You're not going to want to miss it. Stay tuned for more Plaster Negotiations. Welcome back to Plaster Negotiations, where none of the debates are legally binding. Stop with the 90s gang signs. What the fuck was that? Oh, this. No, no. I was just saying, what's up? No. It's like, what is it? Hang loose or whatever? Like, <laughs> Hang 10, bro. Hang 10. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know gang signs. <laughs> that's, yeah, me neither. That's, anyway. That's a good thing, right? Yeah. I just looked at it. I was like, what the hell? All right. No, no, no. no. 
Anyways, each week we ask our panelists to find what we call the Alex Murray and player of the week. Criteria is simple. We're looking for an individual who wants to live their best life, the true backup life, all the glory, none of the work, big Zoe. Your nomination for the Alex Moran Player of the Week, please. All right. This one here, it was a slam dunk this week. I mean, Armin Hope I'm not stealing one of your guys's. And if I am, I apologize. Okay. But my Alex Moran Player of the Week is none other than now former Los Angeles Dodgers pitcher Trevor Bauer. Fuck Trevor. Fuck that dude. You know, he was a good pitcher. For a few years, right? And so the Dodgers signed him. Three years, $102 million contract before the 2021 season, okay? Pitched around half of the 2021 season, then faced allegations of sexual assault from, from one female in particular, but then a couple other came out, okay? He denied the assault, saying they were consensual. All the encounters were consensual, okay? All right. He wasn't convicted of anything. Didn't even lose in civil court, Okay. But MLB suspended him, 324 games, the entire 22 and 23 season. Now, Bauer appealed, and I believe it was the um, Player Association who, um, and they have to, your, your union, and someone says, I want to appeal, as the Player Association, you have to. You're there to represent the players. So through the Player Association, they appealed. They got a, got a victory in the appeal. They got the suspension shortened from two years to one. But if so, there was still a suspension, just wasn't two years. It was one season. So he was reinstated as of the 2023 season. However, like a moron, he issued no apology. He's probably thinking, what do I need to apologize for? I didn't do anything wrong. You know, the easiest thing to do if you have a good PR person is get out there and say, you know what? If I hurt somebody, I am really sorry. Not my intention. You know, I've become a better person. I've gone through rehab. Whatever the hell it is that you need to do. Okay. But no, no apology. No apology. Okay. Not even half-hearted. Didn't show any type of remorse. He was just like, cool. When do I pitch again? Okay. So I talked about this a couple weeks ago, and apparently the Dodgers actually considered keeping him. But when they met with him and they realized there was no remorse, they're like, screw this guy. I, I read, I read, I think I talked to Stokesy about it. I was like, why, why didn't they just release him outright? No, right at the bat. Cause they wanted to meet with him and see if there was any saving grace. And there wasn't, there wasn't. Okay. So the Dodgers designated for a signing last week, no trade partners. So they released him outright yesterday. Now here's the kicker. He still gets 22 and a half million dollars this year. He lost 50 games of pay. So he gets paid a ton to do nothing. So he got paid the full 21 season. Suspension ended up being just for 22. So it's 34 million, 21, 22 and a half this year, 50 something million dollars. Okay. Now he may have pitched his last game in baseball, in major league baseball. I mean, who knows, right? Maybe they'll pick him up in some other small league. Cause he, Oh, cause he, he, he's still really good, but he pocketed a ton of money. And for all that you, Trevor, I don't deserve to even be called Mr. Bauer. You are my Alex Brown player of the week. Go eat poop. You ass wipe. And yes, if you want to throw out, let's go, let's go. You're someone who I could see actually taking me up my offer. So bring it. You have one week and tons of money to fly to Albuquerque from wherever the hell you're at. I don't know where you're at right now, Phoenix, LA, wherever you're at. But you won't. Why? You ain't all that. You're a punk ass. You're my fucking Alex Moran player of the week, bitch. <laughs> oh, it's fun when there's a little bit of hatred involved, I guess. All right. Jay Edgar, what you got for the Alex Moran player of the week? Yeah, so I, I'm going to take a little bit of a twist here. 
Um, just because I was kind of thinking about this story the other day, because because me and some coworkers were kind of talking about it. I'm not going to do people who got famous or rich um, because of doing nothing. I'm not about somebody who got infamous for doing nothing. Okay. Tanya Harding. Ooh. Nah. If anybody does not know this story, Tanya Harding was an ice figure skater for the United States Olympic team uh, way back when. What was it, in the 80s? No, it was like 94 or 98. It was one of those two. Okay, so 80s or, 80s or 90s. Okay. And, and she was really good, but she just wasn't better than her competition, Nancy Kerrigan. And in the end, what came to light was that her ex-husband, and I do believe another family relative, was it an uncle, I do believe? Some shit, yeah. Another family relative plotted the attack and the assault on Nancy Kerrigan and bashed her knee in. So that way she could not compete at the Winter Olympics. So that way it would make the road easier for Tanya Harding. Tanya Harding, of course, had nothing to do with the attack, but all dots led to Tanya Harding planning and coordinating and orchestrating this attack. And I don't know how much money she ever got from the Olympics. I don't care how much publicity she got from being in the Olympics. She is only ever going to be known for what she did to Nancy Kerrigan. And that is bashing her in. She is not rich. She's not famous. This is the exact opposite of Alex Moran. And, and maybe I'll take a loss for this. But it's just how crazy and how greedy some people are in this world to go that far to plan and attack one of their own, one of their own country people, like one of their own teammates, just to be better than them. And then I think what's funny is Nancy Kerrigan came back and still beat her. She finished third and Tanya Harding finished like eight. I think she she got silver, actually. Was it silver? Okay, my my apologies. My apologies. Nancy, don't come fight me. But I just think that's the funniest shit in the world. Fuck you, Tanya Harding. <laughs> Fuck you, Tanya Harding, indeed. All right, to it round was, it. Was, it was 1994. I just looked it up. Yeah, 1994. Oh, the days. All right. My Alex Moran Player of the Week, we've already mentioned this podcast. CJ Stroud. Uh, I mean, literally. Yeah, you know, we always used to joke, oh, he's going to take a pay cut going to the NFL, LOL. A lot of times that was true. And now that everything's above board, the joke I think is even funnier because now we can put actual dollar amounts to it. With the report earlier, kind of mentioned, hope, but worth mentioning again that C.J. Stroud has allegedly been offered roughly $4 million. $4 million just to stay at Ohio State next year that's not including the rest of his nil deals i would imagine four million (laughs) dollars mr powers mr powers (laughs) yeah oh lord so yeah cj stroud i mean even though he is a starter i mean literally they're like dude just stay and party in college during the spring and here's three here's four million dollars like come on I, I would do it. Anyways, CJ Stroud, my nominee for the Alex Moran player of the week. And with that, we're going to go ahead and say so long. And we thank you for joining us this week. And again, nothing we said was legally binding. 
21 means 21 designated driver drink responsibly and above all else be good fucking people don't be tanya Harding. trevor bauer see you soon bitch yeah or trevor bauer don't be him he sucks what a dick don't be a dick be good be good on behalf of j edgar cade weilamon jr the 15th of and big zoe i've been mike stotes have a great rest of your weekend drink responsibly do all the good things over and over and over again and we'll see you next time we appreciate you tuning in for this week's rendition of plaster negotiations and again nothing that was said was legally binding we look forward to seeing you all again next week follow us on the social medias and we'll talk to you soon